Life Slices is on hiatus this week as we prepare for Season 2, but sit back and relax and listen to this snippet from our conversation with author Christina Baker-Klein in Bestseller Part 2. I tend to write novels with female protagonists because women's stories are told less, and I, I'm really interested in them, especially throughout history. Very often, men are chastised for writing women character in the sense that they never get them right. Do you feel a special pressure when you're writing a male character? How do I get into the brain of a male? Yeah, I do. And there's also a whole question of writing anybody who's not from your cultural background and the idea idea of appropriation and of what we can as human beings, what we are allowed to express, what we have the authority to express, what we have the right to express and the ability. Humans who pay attention to human nature can write about anything. Actually, I believe that. But I also am hugely sensitive to the idea that there are certain stories and certain perspectives that white writers should think twice about being covering. And I dealt with that directly in the exiles. I, I went into this novel planning to write about convict women who are poor white women from, as I said, the bottom of the social ladder from Britain. When I got to Australia to do research, I realized that this story of what happened to the Aboriginal Tasmanian people was at exactly the same time period. The the major battles and the major displacement happened in the 1840s and, and surrounding period. And that it would be irresponsible of me not to show, illuminate that history. And so I wrote in the third person, not in the first person about that. And I also wrote about a child's experience, not an adult's experience, which I think mitigated some of the issues. But at the same time, I was very, very aware of, of stepping into serious potholes. And I, I worked with two sensitivity readers that my publisher brought in. But even before that, I worked with sort of the world expert on Tasmanian Aboriginal history, a, a professor named Gregory Lehman, who's written many books and articles, consulted for films with museums, with other writers, with galleries, with universities. And he's, he teaches Tasmanian studies and history. Uh, he was fantastic and read my novel and was very helpful in making sure that I was sensitive and got and got the facts right. You kind of alluded to this, but what most writers or a lot of writers are taught in the beginning, write what you know. That drives me crazy because it kind of implies that you have to live it to know it. But if you immerse yourself in the research, of knowing the time period, is that just as effective as living through something? I think that right your way into knowing is a way that I approach my stories because I no longer write what I know at all. I write things I know nothing about and I'm learning. And I always think of myself as that character, Harold, Harold and the Purple Crayon. I don't know if you know that children's book where he he writes his way into the story. He has to open the door. So he has to draw the door frame and then has to draw the door knob before he can turn it and go, go into the room. He has to draw the boat before he can go across the water. I feel myself in my writing doing that, writing my way into knowledge and learning as I go. When you finish a book, do you have a feeling that you need to depressurize in some way or postpartum depression? Oh my God, no depression. I'm so elated. I mean, but it takes so long to be 
done. You're not really done until you're finished with even the galleys from the publisher. And I'm always doing last minute changes that my editor's like, what are you doing? I guess until I can completely let it go, I'm still tinkering with it. And in fact, a special edition of Orphan Train came out like four years, three years, four years later, and I re-edited the entire book and I added a 10 page scene. So that's how crazy I am because I just couldn't let it go. I, there were things in that book that I just wanted to fix. Do you ever get thrown when you read something you've written and go, oh, I wrote that? If you enjoyed this snippet from Bestseller Part 2, listen to the full episode wherever you get your favorite podcasts. 